Hey, Eric. Yeah. How many planets are in the solar system? Um, are we including Pulo? Yeah, Pulo. <laughs> Shit it. Um, nine? No. Eight, after I destroy Uranus. You <laughs> sucio, cochino. Hello? Hey, how's it going? Hey. Ah, you're both here. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Okay, so I have okay, so I have you guys um separately getting recorded on like my feed and your feed separately. That way if the Skype fails again, I have a backup. Okay. Okay, so I just need I'm gonna start with five and you guys count us in. Um uh, you guys count um with me on four. Um and that way I can have uh, I can sync the other ones after. Does that make sense? So we go four, three, two, one. Yeah, I'll start with five. You come in at four, and then I'll welcome you guys in. All right, so ready? Four. Are you guys ready? Yeah, yes. so what do we do? We- okay, I, I'm, I'm going to start at five, and you guys join in at four. Ready? Five, four, three. Are y'all saying it? Four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll do it one more time. Okay, ready, guys? Yes. All right. Okay. Five, four, three, three, three two, two, one. Today's show, we have the lovely, always entertaining Brenda Gonzalez and none other than the mas chingon de los chingones, Luis Octavio. Uh, welcome, guys. You guys are the host of Tamanibiro Podcast. Is that right? Correct. All right. P- pretty soon, hopefully, be like the most awarded podcast in the world. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I know, right? Uh, All right. So, um, Brenda, this isn't your first try at podcasting, right? Yes. Well, I mean, yes, it is. It's my first try. But Luis is is yeah. It's our, my first try. But we did. I did initially have a, a, a friend that was brainstorming with me, that uh, later realized she didn't really have the time. But very early on, I mean, like one meeting. So yeah, it's really Luis and I. It's our first time. Okay, hold on. Give me one second. Oh my god, I swear, like this this season has been full of like technical difficulties. My entire fucking season. Hold on. <laughs> Now you guys are like really whatever. I'm just gonna go with it. All right. So, um, but you guys, but you, but you had, you had what was you had a first one. You started with someone else before at least, right? Because he came in afterwards. Well, yeah, but no, I, I mean, I wouldn't say a first podcast. I would say just somebody okay. that I had thrown the idea around of having a podcast that we we brainstormed like once or twice, and she and I did come up with the La Chancla, which is the legendary segment that we still have in Tamarindo. I love that segment. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, we only met like brainstorm once, and then Luis Luis, Luis joined us oh, very God. soon after. So it's really been Luis and I yes. from so the very beginning with Tamarindo. Say- okay, because I would hear you talking about how you tried it with one of your friends, and I was like, but then I had to let her go, and I was like, ah, the juice. What's the juice? Who did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. I think I have two different feeds coming in. Oh, maybe because Luis and I are in two different places. 
I don't know. Hold on. Yeah. Ready. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah we, we can, can hear, hear you. you. Okay. All right, because this is like, hold on. Oh my God, it's happening again. Damn. Okay, I'm just going to start this over. Want to start this over? Okay. Okay. I'm, um, I'm just going to... No, I'm scared it's not going to record again, though. Oh, no, I'm just going to start this over. Dang it. Okay, so I think I might have lost some of the other parts. <laughs> oh, well. Okay, so we were saying that you you um had given your like you had given your first try with someone else, and then you brought in Luis after, right? Because she couldn't commit to the show. Well, yeah, just time wise, but I, I mean, but I'll, I mean the, the the history behind the podcast is that I listen to a million podcasts, and one that I really like is Another Round, and the other one I really like is Call Your Girlfriend, and the the model is two girls chit chatting. So we wanted to, I, I wanted to do something similar of like two people informally chit-chatting. And I, originally the, the vision was to be like a Latina, call your girlfriend. Um, and I had a, a friend that was, that was in, willing to explore it with me. And we, ch- we played around with the idea for a second. Uh, but when we came, when we really started looking at what it takes to do a podcast, as you know, it takes a lot of time. <laughs> um, she, she didn't really have the, the, the time that it would take. But, but one of the first things that we did, she and I, is that we did prepare a survey. And so I, we posted it with our friends. So that's how Luis saw the survey and was like, oh, what's Brenda up to doing this podcast? So he asked me a little bit about, hey, you know, what is this about? And, and so I told him, well, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm brand new. I'm thinking about this idea. The friend that I had that was initially interested in it, I don't think she's going to have the time. And Luis is like, well, tell me, you know, let, catch me up. And we only met like once, one, maybe two times at most. And then we decided to record the podcast. So it's really, really been Louise from the beginning. Nice. Louise, what was, why did you f- find yourself so interested in being in a podcast? Well, first of all, working with Brenda, I've, I, we've worked together in other capacities in the past. Uh, we've worked with nonprofit organizations and, and that sort of thing. So already there, I knew that it, it would be cool to work with Brenda. And so um, I had been interested in podcasts. I had heard about it before, and um, but I just didn't know how to do it or where to start. So knowing that Brenda had already a lot more of, um, of, of, uh, of a lead way, I thought, you know, I want to explore it a little bit more. So that kind of made sense. Didn't you also have, I also would list because I looked some of the podcasts that you guys were on. You said you also had like a radio background. Is that right? Yeah. So I actually um, began my experiential marketing career in radio because I wanted to be an on-air jock at some point. But um, but then I realized that that's not really what I wanted to do because usually uh, radio uh, jocks um, have a certain amount of time and they can only say, you know, the name of the radio station, what song is next, what song played. And I thought, you know what, I think I have a little bit more creativity than that. Um, and, and I want to talk and I want to tell people more uh, than just, hey, you're listening to whatever radio station and the next song is. Um, so I left I let that go. But I think that um, with this platform, it gives me an opportunity to be able to speak my mind, be able to say more. And so 
being able to have that opportunity with Brenda is freaking amazing. Nice. That sounds yeah, so Yeah, we're having so much fun. I know. I can <laughs> feel the fun coming through your podcast. I'm like, yes, I can't wait to listen to the next episode. But your, your radio that job sounds so boring. Like, what would you do during the times that you would listen to the songs? I feel like I would just, I don't know, Facebook the whole time. Yeah, well, I mean, you literally are just on the computer, on the internet, or, um, you know, just researching what to say about the next artist that is coming up. So it's it, you're really doing nothing. And I know that a lot of, I have some friends who are radio jocks now and they're going to probably kill me for <laughs> saying that. But I mean, to each his own, you know, if that's something that you like to do, then that's great. It's a great medium. Um, but it just wasn't for me. I felt like I needed to say more. Nice. Hey, um, Brenda, I know you wanted, your vision was to have two women at podcasting, but you guys are so great together. Do you still wish that you had the whole two Latina vibe going on? No, I'm really excited with uh, with Tamarindo because I think uh, one of the cool things that we get to do that's different from my favorite podcasts that are like the the two the, the model of the two ladies is that Luis and I can explore a little bit of intersectionality in that Luis Luis is gay. We talk a lot about his partner's <gasps> experience. Yes, we outed him right now. Thanks for outing me, Brenda. Thank you. <laughs> so I think that allows a different perspective. I don't think. Um, there might be something like this, but as far as I've, the ones that I listen to, I haven't heard a guy and a gal that explore those two areas. And then I consider myself, um, I, I'm passionate about um, LGBTQ rights. I'm, I volunteer for a organization that raises money for LGBTQ candidates. So it's kind of allowed us to talk about those issues as well, which I, I don't think would be as prominent if it was like two cis straight females, for example. So um, I think this works great for Tamarindo. If I had all the time and resources in the world and I could and I, and I could do a couple of podcasts, I do think that there's, um, there is still space out there to do a uh, Latina you know, two Latinas gossiping and her and their chismes and talking about periods <laughs> and other things like that. Comariando um, that and could, everything. Yeah, yeah. You are very. See, so I uh, every time I hear you speak, um, I you it seems like you are very political. You are a political um woman. Is that right? Well, yeah. I mean, we're, I, we're interested in that stuff. We have friends that have ran for office. One of our episodes, we had our friend Bao, who's phenomenal because he's. In his 30s, he's gay. He's the first Vietnamese um, mayor of Garden Grove. He's like totally progressive and he's running for Congress. So we've been able to tap into our friends and highlight the cool things that they're doing. And it, yeah, it is true that some of our friends are very political. I'm so lazy. I wish I was more political and I wouldn't. I think I've voted for an American Idol contestant more than a president. <laughs> like, oh my God. as I, long as you're voting in this I, election, please, oh, for the love of God, I tell know. me you're voting. In this I election. actually just updated my voter registration so I can go and vote because there's a there's a segment I want to like there's a story that I read on um about Trump and it's like something stupid. I was like, he is so like, I mean, if you haven't figured it out, he's so racist. But I was like, oh, my God, could you get any more racist? He's horrible. I know. So yes, I hope you're voting for I will. this election. So important. Okay, good. So where where does this uh, the Tamarindo podcast title come from? Did you have a survey for that as well? Whenever you're looking for a new host. Uh, well, it was when we were thinking of a Latina podcast. It was there was on the on the uh, menu of ideas people to vote on a title. And at the time, it was Entre Nos was like the winning title that people voted for. So when I got Luis caught up to speed, it was like in the running. But 
one of the secret weapons and the very third, a, a third incredible component to our podcast is our producer, producer Jeff. And producer Jeff, he's cheering in the background. Stop. Uh, <laughs> producer Jeff, um, he, he's also my husband, but he's a music producer and DJ. And so he made a super awesome tune, like a great intro song to Tamarindo. And we even thought about silly, silly names like Limoni Sal or like silly ones, right? Luis, we had funny ideas. But when we heard the song, what did you think when you heard the song, Luis? Yeah. So when, I mean, we were even thinking about calling our podcast La Chancla podcast, <laughs> uh, you know, all sorts of different names. But then we heard the song and I was like, holy crap, this song is so chill. Like I could totally see myself in a rooftop having a martini, being all cool. Like, this is a cool beat. Like, it definitely cannot be called Trancla Podcast or anything <laughs> else. And then we were thinking, and as we were thinking, we were thinking about ourselves also. Like, what kind of name can represent, like, who we are, what we do, and how diverse we are as not just Brenda and I, but diverse as, like, the Latino community, right? So we, 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 we were throwing out names, and then we threw out Tamarindo, and then we were like, you know, because tamarindo comes in all different forms. It could be mm -hmm. in polvo. It could be in like a liquid form. It could be a candy. It could be spicy. Like, I feel like that represents who Brenda and I are, um, you know, and, and, the, and, and that we are into so many different things, as, as you mentioned and as, as you picked up on it. You know, Brenda is, is, a is into politics. I'm into you know, musica and, and food and traveling. And so we, we thought that Tamarindo really fit the, 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 the beat. And then um, we did a recording and we said, Tamarindo podcast, un podcast para ti y un podcast para mí. And we're like, holy shit, that sounds so good. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that That's was it. That's how we came up with the name. <laughs> I, I like that. I like those introductions. Intr introduction. Introduction. So what's mm -hmm. a, so you guys said who's the spicy one? Because you said you're a little bit of spicy. Mm, I don't know. Well, the two of us, right, Luis? <laughs> <laughs> I know who the bo I Luis. know who the I know who the bossy hey, the one week. is. Uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think I think that Brenda just you know. And actually, I was thinking about this the other day, but like, I don't think that she's bossy. I just think she knows what she wants and how. Like, she has a really good like vision that. of where she sees Tamarindo podcast going. And I think that sometimes in our society, if a man knows where what he what he envisions, he's a great leader, right? But if a woman knows what she like in what she knows what she wants, she is maybe seen upon as bossy. And so I think that that's one of the things that Brenda and I talk about how we need to start changing how we think and how society thinks, right? And and so I don't think she's bossy at all. I think she knows exactly. She has a clear vision of where Tamarindo Podcast is going. And I'm just lucky enough to be a part of this ride, to be honest with you. Oh, you're so sweet, Luis. Um, I love it. And, I can't, and, I, and I'm having fun all going on the ride with you guys as well because you guys are just so amazing together. And I do like the point that you made with, like, with women. They get a bad rap when it comes to them learning how to get stuff done. Brenda, I don't think you're bossy. I was just joking. Oh, no, but it's okay. It's fun. I, it's, you're not the first or last to call me that. <laughs> no, but, like, I like it, though, because, like, you, I like, I'm really excited to see where you're going to take Dominique to podcast, because, like I said, I do think you guys 
will have so many awards and are going to like do great things with it. You know? I hope so, man. I hope so. How, how is it going with you and podcasting? I, I don't know. Like, I don't think anyone's even heard of me. <laughs> no, we, well, look at us. We're here. We heard you. I know. I, I do. I do. Uh, it isn't like, I, I remember you um, speaking to somebody and he had said, he was giving you advice and he was telling you, make, make an episode a week, every week, every week, put an episode in. Uh, because I, he said that something like, it's going to feel like a, like, um, you know, like a job eventually, you know, you're just going to not want to do it all the time, but you got to keep pushing. Have you guys reached that moment yet where you just like, Oh, it feels like such a chore. No way. I don't think it feels that way. I know that Luis and I like, um, for what's important to us is the quality. So, and we're very lucky. Like I said, we have producer Jeff. So we get to record in a studio, we have cool like equipment and we have somebody with like 15 years of expertise to make it sound good, but that takes a lot of time. So to get the three of our calendars to sync, to think about the time that it takes to get the episodes out right now to a, to a month is what's, what's making sense. We do, we do want to get to the point where we're doing one a week. And, um, I feel like we have more content possibilities than we have time to make. Like we have so many ideas. We have so many friends that are willing to be on the show. There's so many people that we, we even like have to go back to and reschedule because we've been on like such high demand in terms of like thinking of the content. So if we, if we have the time, it'd be great to have the ability to do more than one a week, but we're, we've got our, our very busy days and Luis, Luis travels a lot for work too. So it's, it's amazing that we've been able to produce as many as we have. Luis, where's your favorite spot that you've been, been for? Or been to? Uh, for for what? For travel? For work? Well, yeah, either. Um, I think that the the best place to go to for me still to this day is uh, San Francisco. I love San Francisco. Oh, nice! I've only been there once. You know what I was going to mention earlier? I forgot to because you said you had named the podcast Tamarindo Podcast. I was like, I'm so surprised that it wasn't named um, Michelada Podcast because you guys are like always talking about how you're having Micheladas in the beginning of your show. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. That's part of like, that's been a blessing and a curse because, oh my God, that, wait till you hear the last episode. The last episode, I had so many micheladas. I wasn't even making sense at the end. I was like, Vada Vida Regimen. She's so stupid. That's from like, I love, I love, I love Lucy. That's one of my favorite shows ever. Oh, that's so funny. So you mentioned Jeff um, a, a, a couple of times already. Has he always um, been in it from the beginning with your podcasting or was it something like oh hey i can help you out with this one and he kind of ended up being in it for a while uh, i wouldn't have started i wouldn't have even thought of the idea of producing a podcast if i didn't know that jeff would be involved like 100 percent, i do not have the expertise Luis and i do not have the expertise yeah. to get this done. <laughs> we're just the, the voice like we just get together and talk uh, we do not know all, everything that you're doing right now is already way more advanced than we are. Like, oh we my do God. Not I, I'm, <laughs> I'm so jealous. Cause you know how many hours of YouTube videos I've watched so I can learn how to podcast. It's insane. That's good. I'm so like, that's amazing. Good for you. Like that's a, like, what, what made you want to start one? What? What made you want to start one? Like which were the, what, what, like, how did you decide to take the plunge? Girl, so I always wanted to be Oprah ever since I like first saw one of her episodes. And I was like, I can do that. I want to do that, you know? And uh -huh. so I guess like the easiest way to start there and gain experience is podcasting because it's so easy and available to everybody, you know? And so yeah. I said, let me 
hone in my skills by podcasting and kind of doing stuff over, you know, audio. And then when I'm ready, you know, I can start doing um, like web series and having the show go live instead of just audio, you know? Ah, that's awesome. Are you, are you guys ever going to do any like um audio, any like video stuff? I don't know. I kind of have a face <laughs> for radio. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're, you're such a liar. I can see you right now. You're beautiful. <laughs> but I'm like I'm like the sloppiest right now. Uh, <laughs> what so do you, you think, guys, Luis? Yeah, Luis. I don't know. I mean, that would be freaking awesome. You know, like if we could become like when you when you uh, when you said about um, doing like live or something like that. I, I was thinking in my head like um, Howard Stern. You know how they do like a live radio show podcast, and then they're also recording it. So. I don't know. I think it would be pretty cool, actually. That sounds fun. And also, like, I want to have adult content, too. Maybe I'd have to be on Cinemax or something. What would you guys be? Or HBO? What do you? I know. (laughs) What would you guys, what station would you guys want to pop up on? On, like, on a channel on TV? I don't know. PBS. For sure, because the next president, the next Latina president has to have, like, a clean bit, like, a rap sheet, right? Yeah, I don't know. Are you ever going to run for president? I don't know. If they they get a hold of my, uh, my, um, some of the episodes where I'm drunk and I say bad words, I think, I don't know. You're so silly. So who comes up with the episodes for Tamarindo? Together. We do it together. Yeah, Yeah, just have a couple... Sorry, we do a lot of it together, um, but definitely Brenda has like a lot of great ideas, and and um, and and so sometimes you know I'll come up with ideas, or or we'll just bounce ideas back and forth. So she'll say, "Hey, what do you think about this?" And I'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's cool," or or yeah, why don't we add this and that? You know, so so yeah, so both of us. Where did the yeah, other it's se- very collaborative. Nice. We're, I wish I had someone who could just do everything for me like you guys and just not have to worry about anything and show up. <laughs> so who came up with the other segments besides the, chan- the Chancla segment? Where did those come from? Because those are so good. I love your segments, by the way. I look forward to them at the end every time. Yay. I mean, together, like it's been very collaborative. Like we just threw, threw some ideas around. Like, for example, uh, we just we I don't think that's aired yet, but we we um, we did something called Tiburon Tank, Shark Tank. And that's something that Luis came up with, like, just, like, ridiculous business ideas. Like, what would that be? Um, and thinking about, like, our food segment. We need to do more of those since we like food and music and all. So, together, really. Yeah. So, you said Jeff is your husband, right? So, you're married. Um, Luis, are you single? I'm not single, no. <gasps> what? I have a partner. <laughs> oh. Yeah, his name is Fernando, and he's from Colombia. He's awesome. Very nice. And you guys are so awesome. Like, how did you guys meet your partners? Brenda? We go first. You go first. Oh, man. Okay. Um, give me give well, me some I, tips because I've been single all my life and I'm ready to have a partner. Like, what, what should I do to have a partner? All your life? Come on. Yeah. All 21 years of them. <laughs> 21? <laughs> Shut up. Oh, now. man. I feel so old now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not 21. <laughs> um, well... There is no tip because, you know, as cliche as it may sound, like the whole, at least for me, this was my case, but like the whole, like, just when you're not looking for someone, that someone will arrive. Um, 
And yeah, I wasn't looking and that someone arrived in my house <laughs> at a party. So I do that all um, the time. I like do not look for people just because I heard that. Like it's I'm just not going to look for one. And that's not true all the time. Well, I mean, like I said, it, it, it was true <laughs> for me. But uh, but yeah, we met at my house at a party and he started talking to me. And before we knew it, it's now been five years Oh, He's wow. so cute. He's he? so cute. Fer- Fernando is so handsome. <laughs> is he? Is he on the on the Instagram? On his Instagram? Oh, there is one with him. I saw. <gasps> Ooh, I wanted to go stalk him <laughs> and check it out. <laughs> what about you, Brenda? How did you meet your man? Oh, so Jeff, I met so on Facebook actually. So I, I knew Jeff like a million years ago in college. We made out once, and he totally ignored me. And then then I was in a serious relationship for like five years. And then I was single again, and I, I started thinking about him. I was like, oh, I remember that guy, Jeff. He was a math major and a DJ, and that's all I remembered about him. And I happened to mention that when I was having drinks with someone. And she's like, you know what? I think I know who that is. That's Jeff. And so I found him on Facebook and kind of had to, like, subtly flirt with him a little bit until he finally got the freaking clue <laughs> and asked me out. And now we've been together seven years. We've been married for three Wow, this is probably a good moment where like the stalker instance like turned out well, yeah. Totally, I like 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 Louis said, I'm a girl that knows what I want. That's right. (laughs) Oh my god, that's crazy. So, um, so since y'all been doing Thumbelinda podcast, which has been your favorite episode that you guys had? Mm. For Um, me, okay. So for me, my favorite episode thus far has been. Um, my my coming out episode. I think that that was well, not coming out, but like my com- when I shared my my coming out story. I think that that episode was really, um, it, it just it, it 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 inspired me, and the fact that I received uh, so many messages from from our listeners saying that you know thank you for sharing, thank you for sharing like a, a little bit about your personal life life story. Like that really meant a lot, and um, you know, I wanted to share the story because I knew that from the very beginning this was going to be a, a subject or a topic that we were that we would essentially eventually talk about, and um, and so yes, I do say that I'm gay throughout the diff- you know throughout our different episodes, but really sharing my story was just kind of like l- lifting a, a huge weight off my shoulders um, and being able to be myself moving forward. Um, with every episode and or interview or, or, or you know anything that we do do as Tamarindo podcast. So for me, that was my favorite episode and the most uh, meaningful thus far. Luis, I yeah, love I, that episode. That was also like a touching moment for me where I actually cried when you started to tell the story in it. And I would recommend everyone to go listen to that episode because it's so good. Were you um, like surprised by the feedback you got from the people who were messaging you? Yeah, I, I definitely was very surprised because I think that was like our sixth or fifth episode or something like that. So, you know, as we continue to, to create these episodes and this content, you know, we start gaining one, two more followers and it starts growing. Right. So I was just thinking in my head, OK, I'm going to share it and we'll see what happens. And so to get these direct messages on Instagram and, and from people that like you really didn't you don't know. Right. And and. And, and to have these people say, hey, you know, that was really inspiring and and congratulations and, and um, you know, all these all these different messages. That was 
that was a huge surprise. That was definitely unexpected and um, and and definitely rewarding. I think that that made our recording and and meeting up every so often to record these podcasts. That's like what's making it so much fun and and fueling me to want to continue to do these Tamarindo uh, the podcast. How did you feel after that episode when you recorded? Because you got kind of emotional in it as well. Um, you know, it, it was something that I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting to get that emotional, but uh, but I mean, I felt liberated um, in a sense, liberated with our with our listeners to be able to share with them. Like, this is what I think. I think that if somebody is taking the 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 time from their day, from their life to hit play and listen to us rant and talk and laugh and drink. Um, the least that we can do is share a little bit of, of, our, of, of ourselves so that people get to know us a little bit better than just hearing what we're talking about or what the episode is going to be about that day. So, so yeah, it's, it was definitely a very meaningful episode. What about you, Brenda? What was your favorite one so far? I, the, one where, well, the one where you got really drunk? <laughs> ah, no. I, I, well, I have to say I, I definitely agree with Luis that that, uh, the, uh, that episode, which I think we called uh, Reflecting on Orlando, uh, mm-hmm. was very powerful. And we it was um, elevated in, in relevancy in the fact that we actually recorded Luis's story before the um, Orlando shooting. But then the Orlando shooting happened. And we, uh, you know, we incorporated his story in the context of, oh, my God, this tragedy. So I think that really was a super powerful episode because I think that tragedy was an assault on Latino LGBTQ families and individuals. And I think the story that we shared was probably the same story as many of those folks. So I think that was um, that made that made that episode extremely powerful. So I do I do think if folks are new to Tamarindo, that would be a really powerful episode to listen to. Um, but most of our episodes are usually on different topics and a little bit more uplifting and fun. And I think the ones that that that, that um, seem to like make me smile are the ones that kind of are nostalgic to experiences that many of us share. So maybe a couple of my favorite ones would be Remembering Selena. Um, because I think just hearing her music and the, what she meant to us, I think is a story that many people can connect to. And then our, our Juan Gabriel episode was phenomenal um, and and very rel- very timely because we actually were already going to get together to record and that tragedy happened earlier. And so it, 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 I was so um, it, I was so happy that all of our listeners got together and not got together, but they re, re, um, responded to our call for comments. So we were able to very brief, very quickly put together, I think a very thoughtful episode that has been our most listened to episode. So each, each one were, that was, that was really the, the most recent one that aired. So uh, which each episode we're learning so much and every episode is better than the last. So I'm, I'm really pleased to see um, how far we've come since March. I mean, we're very new. We've only had 12 episodes. You guys are very new and also doing such a great job as for being so new. I got to say the Selena one was the first one I clicked on because I love Selena. So anything about Selena, I'll like click or watch. And so I was like, oh, I got to start with this one. And I just, <laughs> and, I just, and I just started yesterday, the one got to be one. Um, uh, oh, cool. Yeah. So I'll be finishing that one soon. 
Nice. So what do you guys have in the pipeline in the next few episodes? Do you guys have any, are those planned out already? Yeah, well, we just recorded a great one with a comedian, um, Eric Rivera, Eric, Eric Rivera Comedy. You, could, you guys can check him out. But he's, he was, that was really fun, right, Luis? That was a fun yeah. one. Great. That's the one where I got drunk. Is that your choice of poison, the um, like micheladas, or do you guys like to drink other stuff as well? I really enjoy the I love micheladas. So there's a little plug for I love micheladas, but um, I think a good a good margarita is good. Mezcal margarita. How about you, Luis? What's your favorite? Well, if I'm not drinking um, I love micheladas with you know my favorite beer, then I'm definitely having gin and tonic. Like that's my go-to drink, gin oh, and tonic. Oh, gross. Yeah. I like I love gin for like a week, and then after that, I just couldn't drink it anymore. That's kind of yeah. happened to me. Yeah. I used to be a big gin and tonic person, and then I just can't right now. Oh, I know. I can. I could. Ugh. Well, I don't even talk about it. Bye. I'm about to. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, what were the coming? You were saying there was. You were about to say there were a couple other ones that were coming up. Yeah. Oh yeah, Luis. Who else are we having coming coming on that like you just booked? Oh my God! So we are such huge fans. I'm a huge fan. Brenda's a huge fan now, um, but. Uh, Thanks to, you know, this is kind of like full circle kind of coming back, right? Because um, you had asked us to be on your show, on your podcast, because I had asked A.B. Soto if he would ever consider doing our show. And it looks like he finally agreed. So we might be having it. Yeah. Yes. I can't wait to hear that one. I'm so happy for you guys. Yeah. yeah so that's coming up. Woohoo. And then we're also having other guests. Um, we're in our, in our uh, next episodes. We're going to be talking about gentrification, um, homelessness. Um, so you know some serious topics, but also we try to be as as upbeat as Brenda mentioned. Yeah, it's also going to be our uh, Hispanic History Month episode. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh nice. I like listening to you guys because y'all come off so like intelligent. Like you guys know what you're speaking of. At least you try to know. Do you guys like have a, like degrees and stuff? Yeah. Well, I have. Um, I went to Cal State Fullerton. Yay! Go Titans! Local school, making it very inexpensive for my college education. So I didn't go to like a private school or anything. But um, I got my undergrad and my master's in political science. So there you go. That's all the politics. <laughs> but but something that I think is um, unique or cool, well, it's not that unique. I think there's a lot of people that share this experience. But I was actually an undocumented student for uh, my first years of college. Eventually, I was able to get um, become a resident and a citizen. But the coolest thing that I got to do in college is that I got to teach American government way before I was even a, re even a resident. What? So that was a fun thing I got to do. Um, and I was like young. I was like 22 years old. What about you, Luis? So I don't have a degree. Um, I wanted to go to UCLA if I had, you know, maybe someday I'll have an opportunity to do that. But I don't have a degree. I actually got my experience from working at the radio station. I was 17 when I started working at the radio station. And then uh, soon after that, became the youngest promotions coordinator that this um, radio station had at uh, 17 and a half and so I've been in marketing ever since so over 10 over now 12 years wow yeah. that's a long time yep 
whenever you guys decided to do the podcast, how did you, did y'all, were y'all have like, how did you guys prepare for the podcast? Did y'all, like, because you speak very well in it. I mean, part of it says you're an intelligent people, but um, did you get like nerves or anything? Were you scared you were not going to be able to come off across or speak well? I don't know well? why. We're not nervous, right, Luis? No. I don't know why. <laughs> that's crazy i get nervous sometimes when i'm about to speak to people i got nervous with you guys the first time because this isn't the first time we're speaking this is like our second time right because i am always having technical difficulties hopefully i get to solve these problems at one time you know no i don't think um i think that what definitely has helped um and brenda you can uh, speak on this as well but um being able to communicate with somebody who is already your friend um who you've had drinks with and you know you've been drunk with and you know Tijuana uh, with. have gone to Tijuana have had tacos <laughs> with like I think that that really helps I mean we've had a rapport prior to this and it wasn't a one year a couple months or you know it's been a while since we've known each other so I think that that definitely has helped out and and it doesn't make us nervous anymore I think Nice. That, that, that's a tip I'm going to take. I feel like I'm going to start meeting my guests before so we can kind of have that introduction and it won't feel sort of like nerve wracking on the second when we actually <laughs> record. So you said tacos. I love tacos. Uh, so you guys are from L.A. I don't know. I don't think I mentioned that, but you guys are based out of L.A., right? Yes, that's right. Luis, Luis lives in, in Santa Ana in Anaheim. So uh, he, and that's where we first met. So we're originally from Orange County, but I live in L.A. and we record in L.A. Yes. So what is the like the taco spot to go to if I'm going to go to L.A.? Where should I stop by? Because I love tacos. Oh, my God. I have a couple. But Luis, do you, do you have your go-to L.A. place? I'm curious to I hear do. his. I, I do. I do. I have. Um, so I, there, there's this these callejones in L.A. Um, that, where, where they sell a bunch of piñatas. And you could just ask anybody. Oiga, where, where, ¿dónde están los callejones de las piñatas? Where are the, the alleys that sell the piñatas? And in there, there's some people that sell some amazing tacos with like handmade tortillas, carne asada, nopales, frijoles. Oh my God, they're they're the best. But if 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 I don't go to that, then I go to the other alleys, which is Santi alleys, and I have um, tacos de canasta. So those yeah. those are my two go-to places. What about you, Brenda? So um, if you're gonna have some good food here in Los Angeles. I think the best Al Pastor tacos that I've ever had in LA is at this taco truck that's outside of three clubs, which is like three club. It's like a bar and lounge in Hollywood. That is on Santa Monica and what's the other street? Oh God, I don't remember. Well, that's a good place. Um, but another, this isn't a taco, but it's a burrito, but it's amazing. The best Al Pastor burrito is that the Chato truck, which is on La Brea and Olympic. So freaking good but my, my my favorite restaurant my favorite mexican restaurant in los angeles is gelagueta on olympic which we talk a lot about on the show because we, we kinda, <laughs> we're kind of obsessed with it <laughs> someone told me that like burritos are not they're like an american thing is that true like in mexico you what couldn't get a burrito is that true well you can get a bur- uh, burrito there i was gonna say burrito um, <laughs> you can get you can get a burrito in in, um, in Mexico for sure. But um, I actually worked on a project in San Francisco where I tried to open up a restaurant out there. And so I had to work a lot with the community and a, a lot of different organizations. And we were going to open this restaurant on uh, the Mission District. And so there, I was told that the burrito was invented there on Mission Street. Um, and that's where it comes from. 
because the restaurant that I was trying to open up had a, bur a burrito and uh, and everybody was like up in arms. They're like, nope, you can't sell it here. What? You know, our burritos are the original. So from that experience, I learned that burritos were invented here in the United <laughs> States, in San Francisco, on mission, between mission and 24th. So, so yeah. <laughs> so whatever happened to the restaurant, did you, were you able to open it? Yep. We opened. I was able to uh, to get approvals and the community on board, and we took the burrito off off the menu. Um, so this was about five years ago. So I know that they're still there because I see them whenever I go to San Francisco. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, very nice. Okay, I think we're done with this part because this part was all about getting to know you guys. Did we cover everything about you guys? That yeah, just want to tell people to find us to look for Tamarindo Podcast. If you do a hashtag Tamarindo Podcast, you can find all of our stuff and to take a listen and tell your friends. Okay, go, but we're not done yet. I'm just going to go to a pretend break. Ready? Pretend break. <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to try to put, I'm going to I'm going to try to do like a little bit more production with this one. Just going to kind of get my kind of feel for it. So I'm about okay. to take us out to break. Ready? So that's it for part one. We'll return with Brenda and Luis after this pretend break. See you on part two. <laughs> Hi Jared, how you doing? Good Eric, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing well, thanks for asking. So you're going to perform later in the show, what song are you doing today? I am, it's called uh, Cut Me Off. Unoriginal, I'll be playing for you. Nice, uh, do you do anything to prepare for it? Yeah, a lot of pedal setups and wires and volume checks, but nothing. Yeah, No no, no vocals, la la la. No, not really. <laughs> I do that, I save that for the song. There's a lot of la la la, you know. Once you hear it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Nice, nice. Okay, well, we'll catch you later. All right, see you at the end of the show. Bye. All right, guys, welcome back. We're here with Brenda and Luis, uh, and I am Eric, your host. So this part, we're going to play a little game. You ready? Okay. All right. All right, so I love your section to where you do la, the, the chancla, where you throw a chancla at someone because that's so funny, right? And I told you guys the last time, I'm going to say it again, that you had a guest and he called it like tacon because his mom wore tacones and she tossed it at him all the, all the time, right? <laughs> so okay. my mom tossed me beer. She tossed me cervezas and she was she's an alcoholic, so she had to be real mad to throw her cerveza, right? So like that's <laughs> what I think about instead of the chancla. So I caught this, uh, this section, cervezazo. So, I'm gonna, <laughs> so this one is, though, telling a drunk story or your most embarrassing drunk story instead of throwing a chunk at somebody. Who wants to go oh. first? Brenda, you go first. No. <laughs> oh, God. So many. So many. Well, um, this this was pretty embarrassing. So I had just I, I had um, went, I went out with some coworkers that these are new friends of mine. I, I did know one of them pretty well, but most of the time, most of them were newer friends. They hadn't really seen me out um, in a social setting. We went to karaoke and I had so much fun. Everybody was buying me drinks and I was very like a uh, lightweight. Like I got drunk very quickly. It was karaoke. And the one thing I remember, I just got super drunk. And then I remember not remembering exactly where I was and just kind of coming to <laughs> but with somebody holding me in their arms and no I remember way. looking at that person in their in like, like you know they're holding me and I'm like who are you Sucia. and it was my it was my dad it was my dad, <laughs> was my dad. <laughs> so what had happened was is that 
I was very young, okay? I, I drank a lot with my friends, and then they knew, they're like, okay, we need to take her home. Like, she's, like, passed out. She doesn't know what's going on. So they looked at my purse, and they saw my, my driver's license, and I was living at my parents' house at the time. So somebody had to drive my car. Someone else had to drive me in the, their car. They handed me off to my parents, and that's how I got home that night. <laughs> So that's the most embarrassing story. Note to self, do not give alcohol to Brenda when hanging out with her. (laughs) (laughs) Unless prepared to drive her home. Exactly. Uh, Can I tell you one of my stories that I blacked out? It's, I will keep it short, but I had this friend and he was one of my first friends I met in Austin and we like hit it off like very quickly. And so he, we like, we were like 24, 23, really young. We were in that party stage of our lives. So we went out one day and he had about a half a bottle of Jose Crable. And um, I was like, give it to me. I was feeling like, I don't know, I wanted to have a lot of fun. So I chugged half of the bottle, just like chugged it and chased it with a Sprite. And he had like another bottle of something mm-hmm. else. So the uh-huh. only thing I remember is showing up to uh, the club called um, Rain in line. And then uh, <laughs> and then the ending of me getting um, driven, like getting walked to the parking lot. Uh, and then uh, someone ended up taking me home, some stranger. And I remember trying to look at him and I couldn't see everything was blurry, like legit, like quadruple. And I ended up throwing up in like outside of his car, I almost threw up in his car, but I was able to open the door and throw up outside of the car. And then I remember I got some, some some on my shirt. I was like, oh, my God. So he's like, where do you live? And I told him where we lived. And then um, he took me there. And he goes, are you sure this is where you live? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I stumble up the stairs. And I just, like, fall asleep on the couch. So I wake up the next morning. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I go, I, it's one of those moments when, like, you, you see someone just, like, flip up on the bed from the waist up. Where you just, like, <gasps> like, one of those moments. And I had, at that moment, I was like, holy shit, was, was that real? Uh, and and I it was like happening in slow motion. I was like, if it's real, I'm gonna have vomit on my shirt, right? So I'm oh. looking down, and it happens in slow motion. And there it was. The vomit was on my shirt. I and I was oh like, my oh, my, I know. So I take a moment, and I and I kind of close my eyes, and I try to feel my body, and, and I'm like, and I search it. I'm like, okay, nothing's hurting. I don't see anything bruised or mark. And I'm thinking, what? Like, what the fuck happened? I could have been raped. I could have been abused. Who knows what could have happened, right? And so I ended and I and the one thing that I remember was like the guy's sound of his voice and his smell. So the next two weekends I went and I like closed my eyes and I would listen to everyone in the bar in the bars and clubs. And I would try to I would be like this creeper. Like I would try to smell them because I wanted to thank him so much for saving my life because that man like I don't know who he was, but he saved my life like. Anything oh could have happened, you know, and he was such a gentleman, took me home and took care of me. And to this day, I don't even know who it was. And I'm hoping one day I get to meet him and he'll tell some story. I'm like, oh, my God, that was me. And I'll be able to thank him, you know. <laughs> but that was like wow. a crazy moment. And people thought I had died the next morning because I had to go to work. And my friend thought I was dead because he had lost me. And I don't and I and I want to know what happens to that day. If anyone remembers that in 09, please tell me what happened. <laughs> <laughs> That was one, the craziest moment I ever had whenever I got drunk. What about you, Luis? What was yours? Well, I, I, after we, we uh, hung up the phone or the conversation last time, I remembered another story that I was like, why didn't I tell that one? That one was better. Um, so I'm going to tell that one. Um, Brenda knows this friend. Brenda, it's it's my friend that gets crazy with the long hair. Okay, I know who she is. Okay, we're not going to mention any names. But <laughs> so one time we went out in downtown Santa Ana. We got super shit face, all of us. And this was a time when she was like 
kind of breaking up, not breaking up with her boyfriend. And so she's drunk. Her boyfriend calls her or her, her, yeah, her boyfriend at the time. He comes out and meets up with us. And then by the time he comes out, like both my friend and I are super drunk. Um, and then he's like, hey, I'm going to go to a friend's house for a party. Do you guys want to come? But by this time, like my friend and I are like shit face. We are drunk. And we say, of course we say yes, you know. So on the ride home, um, my friend is sitting in the front passenger seat. I'm sitting in the back. This is a two-door car. We fall asleep. Okay. <laughs> we fall asleep. I wake up. I don't know how, how long it had gone by how, how how much time but i wake up wanting to puke i don't know where i'm at i don't know what's going on all i know is that i'm inside this car and i hear music coming from a house oh my gosh so i'm trying to desperately get out of this car and i can't because my friend is sitting in the uh, passenger seat excuse me and of course for me to like get out i needed to go through like she needed to get out right so I couldn't hold it anymore, and I just puked everywhere. And then I went back to sleep. So uh, finally, you puked in the car. I puked in the car, Ooh. and finally, I I I go. Uh, the, this guy drops me off at my house. I wake up the next morning. I can't find my glasses. Mm. Uh, my friend ca- uh, calls me, and she's like. Oh my freaking God, Luis, you puked all over my hair. I woke yeah. up and my hair was hard. <laughs> oh my so, God. Yeah, it was, what? it was. That's what? awful. What had you eaten that day? <laughs> I don't even know, but I felt so bad. And so I went and I. Oh I, my I God, had, that's I, the most disgusting thing. <laughs> yeah. But you know, that was, that's how drunk we were. We were both. Uh, because she went to sleep and she said she woke up because of the smell and then she touched her hair and it was like oh, nasty. So anyways, that that was my most embarrassing story. Note yourself, <laughs> do not sleep in a car with Luis. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys know those um the carnivals that come to town to town, those little carnivals? Yes. So there was one one time when I was um younger that they would put you in this little um like this little box and they will and you can have three people in there. And it would spin as it was, it was like a Ferris wheel kind of, but it would spin um, as you're going around in circles. So it was me on the very right. Like if I'm looking out, I'm in the very right side. My brother's in the middle and then his friend is on the left of him. So we're going in it and it's spinning. And all of a sudden I just hear my brother says, I'm going to throw up. And we're like, no, don't throw up. And so he ends up throwing up as the car, like as that box is spinning around in circles and going around um, to like, the end of the like circle of the ferris wheel and i and it was like happening like another slow motion moment where you're like no the vomit just comes out of his mouth and flies but luckily all of it went on his friend and it and did not touch me i was like oh, oh my no. god thank god <laughs> no no good look good for him because i didn't want that on me it was gross but it was so funny though when i like thinking oh, about god. it like the like now it was crazy all right, so you guys have another um, segment that is called, like, where you find uh, either, you tell people, what would your name be uh, if you were a, a, in a novella or the title of your novella? And that's a really funny one, too. So, But for me, I'm switching that up and then changing it to, like, what your Jerry Springer episode title would be. So you guys get to tell me what, if you were going to be on Jerry Springer, you know it's fake. 
Did you know that that show is fake? Like the, some of the episodes? I hope uh, so, man. That's I, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys happen to be, if they booked you on for a show, what would your title be for the Jerry Springer show? I, maybe it would be a special on Luchadores, Lucha Libre, and <sighs> I would be Killer B talking about my time on the ring. No way. What will be your signature move? Oh, man. La chancla. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so funny. You just like automatically pull it out of nowhere. Just like. Yeah. (laughs) What about you, Luz? What would be the title of your um, episode? Uh, My title would probably be. be, uh, uh, You you know, like that movie, Honey, I Shrunk the the, the Kids. Oh, that's such a classic. Like, yeah. So uh, mine would be like, honey, I'm, honey, I shrunk your clothes or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you I don't, I don't know. You can't be on Jerry Springer because you shrunk some clothes. You got to sleep. You, you should have like shrunk her clothes and then like take it to the cleaners because you were trying to uh, like fix them. And then you slept with the cleaners and then you're like, yeah, honey, I shrunk go. the clothes and slept with the cleaners. <laughs> Yeah. You can produce my Jerry Springer show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. All right, guys. So I got another segment for you guys. But this time, since you guys have a variety of things you talk about in your podcast, I wanted to throw some like um, titles of articles in the news um, now to see what you thought about them. And we'll kind of get your like input about it. Is that cool with okay. y'all? Yeah, All right. sounds fun. So, so what do you guys think about iPhone 7 taking off the head the headphone jack? Assholes. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So that one's pretty easy. I'm kind of like letting like ease into it. So I saw this um, one article and it said that the government wants to euthanize 45,000 horses who lived on public land um, to use for cattle because they could no longer uh, afford to pay to, to take care of them. How do you, what, what, what are your thoughts so on that? Article? I know, right? Like, how do you take horses off public land? Um, they were wild horses and then decide you want to kill them because you can't afford to <gasps> take care of them anymore. That's horrible. Yeah. Wow. If you were running, if, if you're, sad. I know, what, like, if you were protesting for this, what would you do, um, Brenda? I don't know. I don't know if I would protest for that. I would be very sad, though. Ay, ay, ay. Do you like that horses? sucks. I do like horses, but they're not endangered, and I know that they're very expensive. So that's really sad. Maybe I would try to set up a fund so that people – I think if people knew about it, they might raise money and, and adopt the horses. Go fund me. Go fund my pony. Yeah, go fund my <laughs> pony. That's so funny. That's kind of similar to another article I saw. Um, it was about this uh, 89-year-old um, man who would, he would sell ice creams. He was an ice cream vendor. And the city raised over $100,000 for him because his um, daughter had just died and left him with the grandkids. And so they had um, wow. they had did a GoFundMe for him, and, he, and, and they gave him all the money to help take care of the kids. That's so sweet. There's I good know. stories out there. I know. So my th- I, I wanted to run this one. Okay, this is the main one I wanted to ask, like, just to get like, your opinion on it because it was about Trump because I know you're very political, Brenda. And, it's, and he said if he becomes president <laughs> in November – uh, that because have you heard of the um, Ford um, moving one of the factories to Mexico? Wait, is Ford, 
Ford is moving one of the factory, moving a factory to Mexico. Well, well, they're moving one of the tr- like one of the cars that they build. They're going to start building it in Mexico. Oh, and, okay. Um, so mm-hmm. Trump says he it threatens them to levy a thirty five percent tariff uh, on the cars that that were built in Mexico if he's elected president. Hmm. I mean, that's interesting. I don't like anything that Trump is about, but I do. Th- think it's a, it's probably good for many reasons to keep as many jobs as you can in the United States. Hmm, that's a troubling one. I don't know. But they're not getting rid of the um the jobs that they have for that factory here in the United States. They're just moving one of the kinds of vehicles over to make be made in Mexico because it's I guess the labor's cheaper and the car that they yeah. are going to be making over there doesn't make as much money because it's a small compact so you mean they're only going to sell that car in Mexico? No, they're just going to move the, that that one out the of that factory of into it. another factory. Yeah, the production of it. Yeah, well, but those are jobs. I mean, those are jobs that 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 would be if, if if the factory was in the states, then people in the United States would get to work there. Yeah, but they still have the factory open. Um, people still work there. There aren't jobs being lost. They're just moving a production of a car from one factory to another. I think anything that Trump does is retarded. <laughs> so, <laughs> tell us how you really feel about it. What would you do, Brenda, if he becomes president? He's not going to. I Ooh. there's just no way. Please, do you think there's hope for but him to become I president? I'll, I think I think I'll move to Germany. I want to learn some German. <laughs> what about you, Luis? What would you do if he becomes president? You're going to stay in the U.S. because some people threaten no. they're going to go to Canada. Yeah, I actually been thinking about like moving to Canada if that happens. Um, but oh. I would, be, I would probably either choose Canada or to go back to Mexico. So you guys are going to have to learn how to fix this whole recording people from different parts of the world. Because if you guys are going to do somebody in the podcast, you are going to have to learn how to reach I each know. other. <laughs> I know. One's going to be in Germany, and one's going to be in Canada. Mm-hmm. So, guys, <laughs> what are some of the um, podcasts that? Because I know you mentioned in the beginning that you um, couldn't really find many like Latino-driven podcasts. Um, out in the world so you decided to make your own have you gotten introduced to a lot more now yeah yeah one that we really like is latinos who lunch we think they're great and we're gonna we're gonna do some cross collaboration with them um luis got to hang out with them already right yeah that was a lot of fun we like latinos who lunch I love Maria Hinojosa, Latino USA, and In the Thick. I, In the Thick is probably one of my most favorite podcasts that I'm into right now. That's like a, a political podcast with a always a diverse panel of speakers talking about um, current events. And it's I love that one. So that one's really great. Uh, we've been on Latino Rebels, which, which was fun. We have our, our, our friend um, Ray, Ray's Latino podcast, Latino... I think the race political podcast. That's another fun one. Um, Super Mamas. We love Super Mamas. That's uh, Bricia and Paulina from Gelaguetza. They're great. That one's super fun. Have you and been on their show? Of, we haven't been on their show, but you know, because we're not parents. So. <laughs> oh, no. But, I, I think dogs and plants count as children. I know, I know. You know, I think it'd be great to have them on our show, but I, I, I don't think they don't. They probably don't need us on their show. We're not, we're not <laughs> parents. <laughs> but yeah, it would be fantastic to have them on. We like, we think what they do is really great. What about um, you, Luis? But, some, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, I think that's it. I think that's it. 
but other like Latin, uh, as you mentioned, now that we're doing our, our own podcast, like we, we are starting to be introduced to more Latino podcasts. And, um, and, and that's great. I mean, such as yourself, you know, I've been listening to some of your episodes. Um, I've also been listening to Radio Menea, which is great. That one's uh, fun. Yeah, it's fun. It, it, it's all about music. Um, and then, uh, I mean, Brenda mentioned most of the Latino podcasts that we've been listening to. Uh, Morado Lens as well. That's another one. Um, so, yeah, so there there are plenty more now, which is great. You know, the more the merrier. So let's keep it going. Yeah, let's do it. You guys got any tips for me on how to keep uh, like a really great quality podcast going? Get a Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I wish. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that's it. That's, uh, I think we've covered everything we need to cover today. Uh, thank you so much uh, for joining me. And also, before we go, can you guys give me your handles for your socials? Yeah, you can handle all of our socials. <laughs> um, there's uh, Tamarindo Cast on, on Twitter, which uh, I operate. And then Luis is great on the Instagram. Yeah, we have um, at Tamarindo Podcast on Instagram. And then we also have Facebook, which is Tamarindo Podcast as well. But you could definitely hashtag, uh, use our hashtag, Tamarindo Podcast. You could Google us that way. We're also on SoundCloud and, and iTunes. And iTunes. And Dogcatcher. Very nice. Is that all of them? That we know of. <laughs> <laughs> and all you right, can guys. find me at the Swap Meet on any given weekend. So. That's right. <laughs> uh, Guys, I just want to thank you so much for joining me again because you guys are closing out my first season of Stir, and it was an honor and pleasure speaking to you guys today. Today, yay! I know. Well, that's it for part two. On to part three with musical performance from someone I don't know yet, but it's probably going to be Jared. Thanks, guys. Okay, awesome. All right, bye. Bye.
Sing it to how, sing it to soul. 